This is Letitia Stiles from Young Finances, and it's a great day to listen to the Personal Profitability Podcast. You're listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast where you'll learn how to earn income, live better, and put your money to work for you. Here's your guide on your path to personal profitability, Eric Rosenberg. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Personal Profitability Podcast. Now, once a month, we're going to do something a little special, a little different from the longer episodes. We're going to have a reader question, who, um, and any reader who would like to ask a question is totally eligible. That includes you. And if you leave me a question, you can either email it in, or even better, you can go to the Ask Eric page. You can find that under the uh, contact form on the website. So if you go to narrowbridge.net, go to contact, there's a little drop down. You can go to the Ask Eric page there and leave me a message. So you can leave an audio message with your uh, with your phone, with your built-in microphone on your laptop. Any audio device you have is totally great. And you can leave me a question, and I will answer it here. So we're going to kick it off with a question from Narrow Bridge reader Erin, and she asks about um, a question involving her student loan debt. Hi, Eric. My husband and I have quite a bit of student loan debt. My question to you is, do you recommend trying to pay down the student loan debt, or trying to start some investments. Um, We can't seem to decide or agree on whether the student loan debt is something that we're inevitably going to have for years, so we should build up some investments in stocks or other um, areas, or whether we should try to put all our effort into paying down our student loans. Thanks. Well, that is a great question, Aaron, and I have a great answer for you and your husband. So I've actually also been in that situation myself before. I just paid off my student loans uh, not all that long ago. I had about $40,000 in student loans when I graduated from my MBA program, which uh, felt like quite a lot. And I worked really, really hard and was super laser focused like a Jedi and uh, was able to pay off that debt in two years and five days after graduating from college, which um, I was actually kind of mad that if I had paid a one week earlier, I could have had it under two years. So now every time I write about it or talk about it, I have to say, oh, it was two years and five days because that stupid five days. But nonetheless, um, I just wanted to say I've been there and I get how that uh, student loan thing works. And I wrestled with the same question while I was paying off my debt. Did I want to put all of my money and all of my resources right into my debt and not put any money into my retirement accounts? Did I want to do a little of each? Did I want to split it and invest in other places at the same time? I just had, I couldn't make up my mind. And um, I actually wrote a, wrote a little bit about it on the blog and asked some uh, for some feedback from people. But what I decided and what I thought about was you have to look at, you know, the big picture in the long run. And you want to break it down a little bit and prioritize how your money is spent. And um, there's a concept that's pretty popular called paying yourself first. And paying yourself first means you want to put money into savings. And um, you, know, you, you, you don't want to just ignore that 
while you're paying off your debt. So what I would recommend um, for anybody who's trying to pay off student debt while trying to save for retirement at the same time, obviously you have to make your minimum payment every month. That's not optional or it will have a major impact on your credit score. That's no fun. No one wants to have bad credit or uh, any fees or late fees. So obviously you have to pay the very minimum every month. Uh, now what I did and what I think is a great strategy, most people don't get paid once a month. They get paid every other week. So if you get paid every other week, what I would recommend doing is paying your student loans every other week as well. Now I set up an auto pay when it, right when my student loans started coming due to do half of my payment every other week. Now you can't do that necessarily with a mortgage. Most um, mortgage rules don't allow you to do that unless you go through a special program and pay some fees. But with student loans, you can make a payment whenever you want and it goes straight to the principal as long as you're making the minimum every month. So what you can do is set up, let's say your payment is $200 a month. On If your payday is every other Friday, set up on your payday, have $100 taken out. So you know, half of that $200 a month. And then once you've done that, um, make sure the next thing you want to do, your next biggest priority is taking advantage of any 401k matching from your employer. Now, a lot of employers, if you work for any big company, will do something like if you give 3% of your paycheck into a 401k, they'll match 100% of that 3%. So in that case, if you don't take that 3%, you're just giving up uh, 3% of your pay. It's free money from your employer. You're just giving it up, not taking it. So make sure you're taking advantage of that. You know, Another option like what I have today is um, if you put, let's say, 6%, they'll give 50% of up to 6%. So in that case, you want to put the full 6%. So you're getting that 3% match. 50% of 6% is 3%. So you want to get that whole match and you don't want to give up any free money. Now, once you've done that, then that's where the, the big questions start. And it's really different for every person, but you want to focus on, on the big wins in the short term. And as I said, in the long term. So if you have a giant student loan balance, you know, paying the minimum for 10 years is not going to be any fun. So you can put a little bit extra. If you're doing $100 every other week, maybe you want to do $150 every other week. Or what I ended up doing in the end that helped me pay it off so quickly is I was paying the full amount twice a month, which uh, my, my loans were about $240 a month at um, the point that I was really digging in. And I was putting in about $250 every paycheck period. And then when I got any bonus from work, which, you know, it's, it's the end of the year, it's bonus season or a tax refund, which will be coming up in a couple months. I put a hundred percent of those lump sums into my, um, into my debt, into my student loans to get those paid off as quickly as possible. But I never let up on my 401k contributions, taking at least the minimum. And actually over time, when, um, you know, I was, I was a single guy, I was living, and a pretty cheap apartment, so I had a lot of disposable income at that point in my life. I increased the uh, the percent that I was putting into my 401k up to you know, 4% and then 5%. And um, I actually also took advantage. We had a stock purchase plan where I could get company stock at a 15% discount if I had a fixed recurring investment. So I was buying company stock um, with, I think it was 2 or 3% of my pay. And I was putting in, by the end there, I think 7 or 8% of my salary into the 401k. And I was still making those mega debt payments every month. And um, that by the time I paid off my student loan, my, my car loan had been long gone. So I used what's called a debt snowball. 
where I took what I had been putting into my car payment and rather than just keeping that and taking it like income, I put it right into my student loan payment because I was already used to living without that money. So I just kept building on and building on my student loan payment until I was paying, you know, quite a bit every pay period and um, still, you know, not, not missing out on the 401k opportunity and where I was able to, after I got comfortable putting in those big student loan payments, I'd put a little more into retirement and a little more. And so I was saving about 10%, which uh, once I finished paying my student loan, I increased quite a bit. Um, but while I was paying off the student loan, you know, I wasn't going to you know, go starve myself. And um, I understood that I'd have to make a you know, shorter term, put a little less into the 401k, but I wanted to be in the habit of doing that. And I encourage you to do the same. So to recap and summarize, at the very minimum, make sure you're taking advantage of your employer's 401k match or you're just giving away free money. Then you know, put big lump payments, any big income, holiday gifts into that student debt. Just chip away at it and ship away at it as much as you can. And whatever you're comfortable with above that, you can keep putting away for retirement. So um, that's my answer to you, Aaron. And for the first uh, five questions that are taken on this podcast, I was giving away a copy of The Happiness of Pursuit by Chris Gillibo. He is one of my very favorite authors. Um, he's written some great things like The Art of Nonconformity. And I happened to get five copies of his new book, The Happiness of Pursuit. I hope I said that right a second ago. Um, but I uh, sent Aaron off a copy of The Happiness of Pursuit. And the next four questions who get answered on the show will each get a copy as well. Um, you'll be able to see a little bit more of a link to that in the show notes and, um, yeah, the happiness of pursuit by Chris Gillibo, great book by a great author. And thank you, Aaron, for asking your question. So I will talk to you all next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast. Be sure to join the email list for your free personal profitability playbook. Join in at narrowbridge.net.